Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 68, recorded on January 25th, 2022. In this episode, we'll be discussing what Pokemon Legends Arceus needs to get right to become not only a great game, but a great Pokemon game. We will not be discussing any leaked content in this video. Any mentions of content not intended to be revealed by the Pokemon Company and Nintendo are all coincidental and are not intended by any means to break confidentiality or non-disclosure agreements established by the publishers and distributors of this game. My name is Dakota and today I'm joined by Tyler. Hello. Nathan. Hello. And Kaiser. Hello. So yeah, Pokemon Legends Arceus is releasing in three days at the at the time of this recording but in two days at the time of release of this podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of us are pretty hyped. Uh, one of us has looked at the leaks. The other three haven't. Actually, two of us have looked at the leaks. The other two have not. <laughs> I may have said every year that I'm not going to look at the next Pokemon leaks and then looked at them and then regretted it because I wanted to see it for myself. But, you know, that's just how <laughs> the cookie crumbles. Maybe next year I will avoid Gen 9. I regret that thing. <laughs> So last year they revealed, yeah, we got two games. We got uh, uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes. Cool. Those came out. We uh, we did a review on them on our YouTube channel. Before that, yeah. there was uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah, which was very disappointing to most people. And then they decided, yeah, we're going to put out a new game. It's going to be coming in January, which is dumb. I still can't believe it's coming this early. Um, yeah. Uh <laughs> And it's going to be open world, it's going to have cool Pokemon with, like, open, what do you call it, you know. Openness. Semi-open world. Semi-open, ah. Monster Monster Hunter Xenoblade open world type Uh, of thing. I would say Xenoblade, really. Not Xenoblade, but. And I haven't looked at much of the trailers. I've seen the most recent one, but that's it. I've Um, watched every single trailer. (laughs) <laughs> I same here because it's like you know uh, I can definitely say that uh, quality wise, definitely a big step up from Sword and Shield. Well, yeah, I really? think it looks uh, the. Um, I don't. I still don't like the lighting engine they're using. I feel with yeah, better it lighting, feels... it would look better. But I think the model work and just overall, like just the look of it, is probably better than at least base Sword and Shield. Yeah. And it, it's probably about as good as like the expansion packs. But See, that's, uh, that's the I, thing, though. Like, it looks good for a Pokemon game, but compared to pretty much everything else out there on the Switch, including the Pokemon spinoffs, <laughs> how like how are you supposed to say that's good? At least like, in my I, opinion, I know it. It's a tough thing to say. I don't. I personally, I don't. I don't love how it looks. I'll be able to look past it easily, but I do think with like a Pokemon spinoff and stuff, it is a lot smaller scale. And like with uh, Pokemon Snap, especially, you literally everything has to be has to look good from only one angle, which makes modeling and everything super easy. Well, with this, you have like free movement and can like see the ceiling and stuff. Because I know <laughs> I remember Twitter. Getting excited over being able to see the ceiling in a Pokemon game. <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fair point. Which I'm pretty sure you could in Sword and Shield, if I remember correctly, but I don't I might not be remembering correctly. Anyway, I as much as I love to criticize this game apparently, I can't wait to get my hands on it. <laughs> I think Dirty I think Pokemon I am show. too, because just because the gameplay is gonna be different. 
mm-hmm. which is kind of the thing uh, I hope they don't do in the future in the sense that they make an annual or biannual game just to keep up with, just to match up with the anime and manga and card game releases. I want them uh-huh. to actually take their time in the future for something of a game like this scale, or at least a big formula change of the scale. I do think with how Pokemon tends to go, this is definitely not a good way, a good business strategy, or a good quality-wise strategy. Mm-hmm. But it feels like they'll just keep pumping out games biannually, probably, even if it... Maybe Legend, the Legends games will be a little further in the making, but it feels mm-hmm. like they pump them out relatively quickly, and then they just slowly get better and better until they're good enough at working with what they have quickly. But then the next Which, console comes out. <laughs> like, but it's like it's multiple games down the line. Like I, yeah. X and Y, for example, were kind of sucky 3DS games. Like they, They're fine enough, but by like a couple years later, you pump out like Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, and it's like the fact that you were able to pump those games out in like I guess, a year is pretty I guess, impressive. Yeah, I guess that's kind of a curse that goes with um annual game annual game series. Like if you look at mm-hmm. Call of Duty, so hopefully it's the same situation. The lighting engine in the future. Yeah. Although I do think gameplay wise is something they definitely need to nail to yeah. be um, a good uh, Pokemon game. <laughs> Segway. That balance. You know, personally, personally, I. I do do like what I saw because even though like compared to other games on the Switch, like you got Astral Chain, Zeolite Chronicles, Definitive Edition, and two, uh, I feel that you know if the scale it has like it's not bad. Like I can see why they could cut corners like the graphical capabilities, but mm-hmm. actually watching the Pokemon and the people move, right? Uh, yeah, I I feel I- like it's a big step up from Sword and Shield. It's true. I don't like. I mm-hmm. did any NPCs actually move in Sword and Shield? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like outside of like so. those, you know, That's uh, the ones with the, the predetermined lines that are biking around the main city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think the animation is significantly better. Oh, for... it's so much better. Pokemon actually have turning animations now. They they actually <laughs> they actually have like attacking animations too. No longer will we have I to guess, see a standing well, Pokemon just twiddle around. They they do. I think they're doing the same strategy where, like, okay, it's unrealistic. I get people's problems with like Pokemon having like a grand total of two animations for attacking, but with the amount of Pokemon, it's, I think it's personally it's personally reasonable to only have two animations that they work around so i'm not i don't hate it that much i think yeah. it's a it's a smart enough way to cut corners without having to spend a decade on a pokemon game yeah because like if you look at it was again <laughs> uh, pokemon coliseum i can't argue with that and uh was good uh shoot bow bow revolution yeah uh you don't see a lot of like super diverse attacks really it's more so like uh, just they know which attacks like work with that Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. Like I do think uh, the animations they have uh, will work nicely. I think Battle Evolution also only has only a set amount of animations. It's just that exactly they were a little smarter with how they implemented them. Where yeah. Pokemon, it 
having like each move have a separate animation and that animation just kind of corresponds to any Pokemon is actually really nice for like a randomizer. It just kind of works that way that any Pokemon can technically use any move. But also, I think the the only laziness comes down to a move like Double Kick or Tail Whip, where it just pivots the uh, 3D model itself instead of using some of the attacking animations. I just feel Most like definitely. maybe just being a little bit smarter would be nice. And it kind of seems like that's what they're doing with this game, which is really cool. But anyway, we should probably get into the main topic that we promised people <laughs> uh like major things that we really that this game needs to nail to be a good game i think first one and i have a feeling nathan's gonna say the same thing the open world yes exactly it what it needs say. to be good it has to have life it has to have things in the world that i want to do other than side quests and towers <laughs> It also needs I, to transition naturally. Yes. Based on I'm, the way I'm, I think they do it, it is. I, I know everyone knows it's not an open world, but I yeah. think it's supposed to be based on like trailers and stuff, and like the most recent trailer that had uh, like a snowy area for Zoroark or uh, uh, like the ruins area they kind of showed yeah, off. Yeah, it's. I think it's, it will be more of a almost like Pokemon, like new Pokemon Snap. I think where you're kind of tossed into pretty much an open world version of like a Pokemon snap level where you can catch the Pokemon in that area. And then like it will be open enough to where it's cool, but I don't think they're going to, I think a full open, it's a nice way to avoid just having a blank patch of nothingness. Well, and I think I'm hoping, I, I really hope that this, also means that they're going to have like structures around in each area because they can just kind of if they can force you to go into a specific area like if they can railroad you then it's a lot easier to populate everything so they better not have open areas with like one bit oof and then (laughs) nothing else (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah i figured it would be like what you said, it was gonna be like segmented areas rather than a giant inner, like you know, uh, connected open world. Because uh, we've seen in the past that either there there are some games just made some really unnecessary sacrifices. Like I think uh, Xenoblade Chronicle X, uh, they hook out some hit detection for some reason or collision detection for some reason. I think it was with the vehicles in that game that. Uh, and it ended up being more of an experimental game than something that was, you know, complete. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that they're going, they're taking a baby step forward towards open world. They're not going to, you know, go right away into the open world genre um, mm-hmm. because it's it's really it's a really bad idea to just jump into it without any sort of experience or, you know, gradual learning in that sense. Yeah, you don't want it to be like. Okay, I can't think of a good, uh, a, a good example. Also, okay. I think overall, I think if they nail segmented open world kind of things, they I don't think they'd have to do full open world. Oh, I think yeah, having definitely. just a really good segmented open world is perfectly fine on its own. 
eventually do that anyways eventually hopefully we can see like that in normal pokemon games where each route is a little bit more open and less linear yeah, uh, yeah. maybe I, the city that's kind of what uh honestly older pokemon games kind of nailed that around gen three yeah. and four where you could actually explore like three four five you could every route kind of had an avenue you could go down that you didn't need to or you could go back it mm-hmm. granted it wasn't very fun because hms were still a thing but <laughs> you i think i think it was go like, back well, to like a route with your new cut pokemon and discover like the tm for body slam or something yeah i think i actually kind of do enjoy like hey you see this like swallow place right like it's not you don't need to go there but you can come back later to see what you mm-hmm. missed out right yeah, I would love that in a new Pokemon game. I think HMs are annoying just because it, it just HMs just kind of ruin it just they clears your game, party pretty much. It, it just they ruins the game more linear. It just feels like the progression is more limited. Because mm-hmm. yeah. honestly, if I didn't know every nook and cranny of Sinnoh, I think I would have actually explored the region in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl because I didn't have to care about HMs. <laughs> or whatever yeah. equivalent the newer games offer like let's go even and pikachu apparently had something i forgot it yeah, wasn't like there's some replacement I, don't, I didn't get far enough in that game i don't remember what they're called but they basically replaced hms yeah i think another thing that this game kind of needs to nail uh to be good is the boss battles because it feels, by the trailers at least, it seems like you're not going to be really doing trainer battles. I hope there's still a couple sprued about, because I like trainer battles. But based <laughs> on everything it seems, it's going to be you get to the end of a segment, and you have a boss battle. They love to show off the boss battle with Cleavor and all the trailers. And they did show off how the boss battles are going to work. And I'm. it looks like it might be really monotonous. But hopefully they nail it. Rather- because... Basically, if you haven't seen the trailers, at least, it's the Pokemon is like an actual like Dark Souls boss. It's running after you, swinging its big cleavers, and you have to roll out of the way to dodge. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, roll out of the way to dodge. But the only way to attack is throwing uh, like just just ball, just like projectiles, really. Yeah, like sacks of of medicinal herbs. Yeah, and it's just It looks like it's just going to be mash, mash, mash. I feel I don't like really know how you'd be able to do it better. I, so it's gonna know, be like mash, mash, mash. Then you uh, get to a low enough. I don't health, think it's just gonna be mash, mash, mash because like there's probably gonna be like different ways that like you know different like bosses, right? Like yeah, if you just mash too much, okay. they'll probably get angry and like oh, be more aggressive. Yeah, I think I know. What you're I think you know my main. Well, like concern is like I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, my main issue is like the gameplay loop, right? Because like, uh, for what we've seen, it looks like there's a lot to do, right? Like, even if mm-hmm. like you're just walking around, oh, like it's like you could go gather materials mm-hmm. and the like, but I feel that because of how open ended it is, you could definitely give yourself more challenges. Like, you know how Nuzlocke's mm-hmm. go, right? You yeah. could go like. Uh, limited supply run or no supply run actually or just craft only items i i do think that is one way but just the thing i was saying in in general is 
I think there are ways you can get around to make the boss fights more fun. Granted, I haven't played them, so I don't know if they're fun or not. But just the way it seems the way they're going is you throw, you pretty much throw Pokeballs, even though they're just sacks yeah. of whatever, at the boss until they're a low enough health, then you send in a Pokemon, beat them up, and then rinse and repeat. That kind of Hopefully feels like a... That kind of feels like taking Pokemon, the Pokemon Safari stuff, and making it even more intense. Yeah, it's like Pokemon, uh, <laughs> it's like when you throw apples at things in Pokemon Snap. <laughs> you, yeah. I, they I, I don't know a way to make it better without it kind of turning into like Dark Souls where you could get they, different they, kinds of weapons almost. Even though I, I think I feel like cool. the main thing that they have to do is like how do you how player interacts with the environment? Like it like yeah. if it gets super aggressive, it like the apples don't work. It's like they start charging at you and you kinda of have to stun it, right? Yeah, like you could make it run into a spike wall or something. Or or just now a tree. That sounds a tree. that sounds like a that sounds like a typical That's a Batman action boss. adventure any any action adventure boss fight that's exactly how. yeah but that's the thing because i do think it would be life. nice yeah or at like, least if they if they nail down like the quote-unquote weapons i think they're called bombs not b-o-m-b oh uh b-o-b-a-l-m the, the bombs. Uh, bombs like lip balm like lip balm yeah i think yeah. i think that's how they're spelled at least yeah just, those you, uh, <laughs> like that <laughs> If you could have like the basic ones where it's like you just hit it, hit it, hit it. Maybe you have ones that are like on a, like a timer, so they do a little bit more damage, or you have ones that like slow a boss down. I don't know. Just a little bit of variety, I think, would be nice, so you can kind of plan around a boss fight if you're struggling. Mm -hmm. But now, I don't know. If I feel, I feel if they don't nail boss it. fights, all the the. I don't think it will feel rewarding to complete an area. Yeah, that's that's a big fear I have too. And now that you mentioned it, like, like this could it scares me that this could be a possible formula for future Pokemon games because unless they were to add more, you know, different types of attacks from the trainer themselves, like a sword or maybe <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, a sword and shield, or you know, uh, something oh, a little arrow. more from another uh, certain Nintendo franchise. I'm kidding, um, but you know, something that adds more variety than just rowing. Like, how do I work this out properly? Um, it it's it's almost as if this game was trying to be like any other action adventure game, but at the same time, it wants to avoid using the attacks from all those games. It wants to avoid yeah, using. They want to focus on Pokemon more. Yeah, that's you still the, want it's... the. I I personally still want Pokemon battles, so I think it's smart the yeah. way they implement them. But also, if you, I feel it could be a little cooler if you didn't implement the actual Pokemon battling to it. Even though I think I'd personally dislike it, just because I I like how Pokemon battles work. But if it was like, <laughs> you could have depending on the Pokemon type, you can do different attacks to weaken it or something. You can have like Super Luxray effective. zap it, and maybe if it's weak to electric, it does a little more damage. But I think just it's like a weird mix they're trying to go for. And if they nail yeah. it, I'll have a blast. If they don't nail it, I think I'll still have fun with it. But after like the third boss battle, I might be like, this is getting a little boring. A little a little It'll be just brain dead grinding. Which is mm -hmm. why, like, I've talked about the gameplay loop, right? Because like a lot of yeah. other games. Uh, it's like there it's like it gets 
boring when it's like you just have to do it do it over again to like i can't say anything i play fighting games this is like <laughs> bust. but when you well like i actually got a good example because like uh let's take two kind of open world titles relatively uh you got mario like odyssey right yeah and, and uh breath of the wild because like in mario odyssey like the gameplay loop they're really it's like just exploring the world like just screwing out the movement but because how free the movement is right how great it feels it's like mm-hmm. you can actually it doesn't feel the same because you can always try different techniques or see what you can do all around uh while like breath of the wild oh it's like you have your resource collection just like kind of like dealing with all the weapons right like you can work around with like a lot of stuff of uh, it feels like more personal oh but i feel that some of this like some of the collections for and cooking for certain recipes it's like not bad but it could be a little better if you're an audio listener you might not know about our youtube channel where we post a review show play it by tier subscribe using the link in the description i hope the crafting actually um, yeah that's another thing it does better than breath of the wild's cooking system almost after that matter it kind of reminds me of like other crafting systems for like other open world titles like uh skyrim because it's more so resource collection especially Mm -hmm. skyrim yeah yeah i've never really gotten into a proper open world game that has crafting mechanics like that where like i've played a little bit of horizon zero dawn and it looks like that's kind of also this a similar thing pokemon's going for and i hope it's fun at least to collect things or like I don't think fun to collect as much as it is more of a it's not grindy. It doesn't have to be fun, but as long as I don't feel like I oh, I have to go back to you know, I don't know, it, haunted it, forest to pick up those ghost mushrooms that I missed right at the entrance. It, you know, it reminds me of like MMOs really cuz it's supposed to be like cuz on uh, PSO 2 New Genesis, it's like it's open world, right? You got different areas and there's like so many materials you could gather around old kind of like thing that's why i see the uh, legends arceus but uh my main issue is like uh the kind of items like how spread out they are and like where you'll find specific like rare items right mm-hmm. yeah 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 i it's weird we we've almost been i wouldn't say ragging on the game but more uh like cautiously optimistic but I think it's yeah. super funny because the more we talk about it, the more excited I get. <laughs> Even though I mean, that's, like, that's kind of natural. Ooh, this might suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a skill issue. <laughs> uh, not to Sorry, hog. No, not skill way. issue. A frill <laughs> issue. <laughs> uh, not oh. to hog uh, the the choices. Another thing I think this game maybe doesn't have to nail, but it'd be really nice if it does nail it is uh like side quests because i think they kind of hinted at side quests but if they're more if they're if they are more of a get three ghost mushrooms in the haunted forest that will suck but if it's like the side quest kind of leads to a hidden avenue where you can catch rotom or something Mm -hmm. they're definitely gonna do that kind of stuff if like because it's supposed to be like hey catch these kind of pokemon for me like that's what we see in the trailer a fetch Uh a fetch quest basically Catch quest. But hopefully, it's not catch just quests. catch a shinx and come back. If it, 
if a side quest brings you down an avenue to catch a more rare Pokemon and they they open up like new areas, if they're not just put in the game for the sake of being put into the game, but actually build on what they already have, that will be so fun. But that that in of itself is kind of a trap, really, because like if it's locked, if like a lot of stuff is locked behind side quests, it's like you know, it, yeah, it's gonna get feel weird, but autonomous because like uh, let's get. I uh, you know I kind of would pretty like there's like Zelda side quests right how like uh certain not really certain areas but like what you have to progress through the game it's like you have to do side quests uh a few of them really it feels yeah. like a side quest but it's actually part of the main quest yeah yes. that's that's a big problem that's a big problem that they kind of still have I guess you could say they they put you on some stupid fetch quest just to progress through the actual main story. Yeah, because like oh, it was again, I I don't mind stuff like protect like uh, escort missions because those like have a lot of oh. like because uh, like it gives like a certain sense of urgency. Like personally, yeah. I really enjoy them because it's like you have to be like very careful of like your gameplay decision. And if you not not if you fail, but more so like if you kind of like stutter a little, there's definitely gonna be ramifications for like uh, basically your performance. Well. Yeah, actually, that's kind of the thing I no, want to uh, see because oh, Nintendo no, sorry, games have been. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was about to no, say that. Like, I quit you off. I haven't seen a, a Nintendo escort mission in a very long time. Last, other than, last time, other than the stupid Breath of the Wild thing, but that barely even counts. You know, one of my favorite, kind of like one of my favorites is actually from Fire Emblem. Uh, basically, in Radiant Dawn, right? Uh, the escorts, or rather, like the units, are actually very strong on by themselves. But it's more so like you also have to like uh, deal with both their side of the army and also your side. Uh, so it's not just escorting your uh, guest unit; you're escorting yourself too. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Now, what uh, were you about to say, Tyler? Oh, I was just going to make a stupid joke. You know the balloon missions in uh, Spider-Man 2 for like the PS2 or whatever? It's like, please get my oh, balloon. No. Imagine half no. the missions are just a little kid's like, please, Drifloons, grab my oh, child. God dang. <laughs> That's Why? like 60% of the missions. Uh, but no, my actual uh, thing is it's a weird comparison, but uh, the Hitman games, the more recent ones, where they have kind of separate levels, which are their own minor open world, where they're not exactly side quests, but like escalation contracts, where they use a level that you know from before, but by giving you a different target, it spices everything up. They have enough stuff in each level to where going through it multiple times and having a different target now, it kind of makes you realize, oh, I didn't notice this gargoyle up here before, and now I'll push it on this lady or something. But <laughs> yeah. If the Pokemon games have something like that, where the open world is detailed enough to where you can go back to an old segment for a side quest and notice something that you didn't really notice before. Yeah. So then when you play through it again, you can be like, oh, I can actually access that area, even though it won't serve me much use right now. But it's, 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 like, it's super versatile. If it isn't like... A, my biggest worry is that open world areas are going to be pretty much... Uh, a straight path to like the boss fight but just like the straight path is like a huge it's like a big big straight path it's gonna yeah, it's only just... bring you to one area but it's just a really you can go really 
You can go anywhere you want, but you're still going to get to the same area because there's nothing else to do. It that kind of reminds me of a lot of Metro Media's out there, because like you got, you know, your uh, Symphony of the Night, your uh, Aria of Sorrow, and also like Hollow Knight, because it's like, you know, like what you said, like big path to like these bosses, right? But I feel like, but in Hollow Knight and a lot of uh, Metro Media, it's like super open ended. Like you'd go like in any order, but it's more so like how you kind of want to do your own sequence because there's a lot of sequence breaking in those games mm-hmm. i don't really want sequence breaking in a pokemon game to be 100 fair i think that would... it would be super difficult it also like pretty much give the i feel like sequence breaking wouldn't fit in a pokemon game really yeah like you don't want to accidentally like... get your level you want you don't want to pull a sword and shield and catch a level 60 onyx or something via a little bit of uh like a exploit in the sense i'm pretty sure i think in sword and shield you can go oh yeah you can go to the second dlc area and you can catch like a level 60 legendary before you even touch the first gym <laughs> wow that would i think technically be sequence breaking but it also breaks the game it's uh that's super unfortunate really but i feel <laughs> like if they tastefully do it, it uh because like in Hollow Knight, it's a lot of Metroid. It's like based on like how well you could actually move and fight. Right, but in Pokemon's like, do you have the bigger level? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's number? always based on stats. I guess speaking of that, that can also kind of weave into. I hope they 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 should they better nail the leveling curve the com- oh, or like God. yeah the level curve and the combat or. To a degree where it doesn't really matter that much what level your Pokemon are, but with enough, like, if you can, instead of brute force it, strategize and beat something with that, rather than just, my Pokemon's now level 80 and you have a level 40, I'm winning. Yeah, especially with, like, yeah. the strong and, sw- and swift styles, right? Because it's mm-hmm. not like, cause I actually do kind of like how they kind of expand upon, it. like, oh, look, we could actually full route, like, turn order. Yeah, I... I don't know. I, my favorite kinds of games are games where it's like a kind of divisively simple premise, but you can just keep doing something over and over and over again with and just slightly alter your strategy and it completely shifts the difficulty. It's it makes you think and it's so fulfilling when it finally pays off. Yeah, it, it, that kind of reminds me of a lot of Shimigami Tensei titles because like uh because like in the older titles, it's like Fuse the Strongest Demon, but starting with like 3, it's like, you know, I could go for these skills. It adds like a lot of replayability, right? Because uh, yeah. you might think of like, what if I fuse this demon for this, so I could cover this weakness? Or what if I fuse this, de- or catch this demon, so I could wait, so I could fuse this other demon, right? Whoa, you're not allowed to talk about Shimagami Tensei. Don't you know that's the Pokemon killer? <laughs> of course. I mean, it's a Pokemon maker. <laughs> but like it's just small little ch- small little this it's more so like a for like the players like small little, uh choice choices that kind of make the experience it's never about like how you make the gameplay right you want to give it a nice little gameplay loop but it's more so like how do you want your players to interact with the game really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i oh <laughs> this game can be so good but i 
I'm so worried it's gonna suck. Uh, another thing they can do is they can give the Pokemon trainer a gun. I think that would add a lot of uh, a lot of versatility in the gameplay. You can either send out your Pokemon or you can just shoot something. Like I feel, I feel it's a nice evolution on the uh, <laughs> formula. I I instead of um, fighting, instead of I don't know fighting anyone, you can just shoot them and get over with it. It's like a it's like in the hey, next Cyrus, get over here. Route. If you uh, if you actually kill everyone, if you actually kill everyone, then you get a secret boss fight at the end. And it's Holy like crap. It's, it's Professor Oak. <laughs> yeah, so you, you fight go to the future. Like he just looks at past. He yet. just goes. He but, just goes. Um, yeah. Well, actually, uh, what <laughs> other actually, is there actually time traveling now. Pokemon? <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I think there is. I think there's a time traveling Pokemon. Not sure. Oh, that's true. Dialga is a time traveling Pokemon. Oh, oh yeah, right? Dialga just goes. I have to reset. <laughs> I'm gonna reset. Like, he just. I must reset you. the timeline before this Pokemon trainer with a gun ends us all. And uh, then, like Palkia <laughs> just goes, or just banishes you to like a yeah. dimensional pit prison. Oh, man. Okay. Anyway, um, is there anything else that? I think that's uh, honestly, personally, I think all the things I really want a. Good open world, good side quests, good battle system, and good bosses. And I think that's all they really need. Is there anything else? I just really want like a nice, smooth gameplay loop that's like not yeah. super monotonous, but rather like uh, just it just feels like you have a lot of choices. Like, there's definitely, I want restrictions too, but definitely enough choices to fool around, really. I just want this game to re be replayable. That's my favorite part about Pokemon is I can oh, just yeah. I if I I can replay Heart Gold Soul Silver forever. I can replay almost every I, Pokemon game. I think I, I personally the only one, can't only replay I, Heart Gold Soul Silver though. I like Heart it, Gold Soul Silver. This is a hundred percent nostalgia. I don't think I'd like the games if it, they weren't my first Pokemon games. But I think honestly, the only Pokemon games I can't consistently replay are Sun and Moon, just because the amount of cutscenes and sword and shield which have quite a few cutscenes but at the same time sword and shield are so linear and the story is so boring and i just don't care by the time i get to the end of it but yeah i, by feel, the, I think for me it's like it really depends because like i'm not a big fan of like the judo titles because the leveling curve it's like it, it's it's not great yeah the level curve is atrocious i just love the games because nostalgia and stuff and i can kind of get past the level curve mostly because once i like beat red or something and i'm fighting this level 80 monster and i feel really good when i beat him and i'm like yeah let's go honestly like most of it for me comes down to like just post game like i want it like once i beat it it's like you know what? Let's check yeah, out what, yeah. uh, which is why I love like Gen Five because like like in the first game it's like you kind of go to the you're in like the right half of the region and then you explore the left half after yeah or like, I mean I guess you don't like Johto but Johto does have the most in depth post game yeah but the, I would say in depth but because it's because like when you're talking in depth it's more so like Harkold so like uh, Kanto stuff. Because like with yeah, Kanto's like, like whole... super open ended. Mm -hmm. I I think I'm not sure what they do for post game, but I do hope the post game is at least a little fun and isn't just 
Oh, you caught Arceus. Um, or or you defeated you Arceus. <laughs> or you defeated her. I didn't think you were going to get this far. Um, the end. Roll credits. <laughs> I, now, think they, the I think you're going to do sort of like uh, end game quests, really. It's like, oh, hey, uh, like there's this like little bit of a fret uh, here. And it's yeah. like, oh, uh, a new legendary. Yeah, go catch Giratina. Or go defeat it. Yeah, or go defeat it. But yeah, yeah, man, I I love Pokemon. <laughs> this this game will not there, change my opinion on that. <laughs> I I am such a dirty shell that I cannot dislike a Pokemon game that hardly. Uh, I mean, I guess I could say the same with Zelda games. <laughs> uh, for me, I I'll, I'm always disappointed because like I don't hold things to high regard. <laughs> Period. Ouch! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm too yeah. innocent for that. Apparently, I, I manage my expectations poorly. <laughs> Can't be disappointed if you had no expectations in the first place. That's true. Wow. Okay, you're just that. That's not exactly very, a great life model. Very, very, yeah, very <laughs> a little pessimistic. Very but you know, oh, for me, it's like. If the game is good, if the game is good, but it kind of takes a bit more than just being good to like for me to play it really. And like Pokemon, I hope as in the same sense that I hope this Pokemon game isn't stupid and repetitive. I hope this video wasn't stupid and repetitive either, because we yeah just kind of talked about the same thing over and over again. It's just one topic, like yeah. nothing too crazy. It's Pokemon, and we've. And, you know, there's a lot of like other stuff they could take inspiration from. Uh, Shin Gami Tensei, for what? I just want to say, though, I don't want to spend hundreds of hours grinding over the same gameplay over and over again just to be a completionist. But what if I want to? What if I want to grind hundreds? Of... Actually, I'm not Jag G. Jag, what if Jag G wants Jag to grind G is, of hours? Um, yeah, he's going to kill himself over this game, probably. That's going to be. I, I could see that. I'm already when he, when he finally finds his shiny Starly after three thousand resets and it flies away. Thank you for joining us in discussing what we want from Pokemon Legends Arceus. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion, and we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast. One you shot, let's go. You did it. Congratulations. Yeah, let's go. One try. <laughs> Finally.